welcome, and thank you for listening to the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. We are going to be touching on Christmas things. We hope that your Thanksgiving was wonderful. Yummy tummy. Hope you didn't eat too much, make yourself sick. Or as Tanil um, says, uh, wobble, gobble till you wobble. Is that what she said? Tanil says, gobble till you wobble. <laughs> yeah. We call it gobble and groan at my house. Um, call it nap time. Nap time. <laughs> nap time. <laughs> Definitely nap Turn on time. the football and yeah. it's nap time. Yeah. <laughs> so now we're moving into Christmas season and Yule season, winter solstice, the 21st. And we wanted to talk a little bit about Christmas and gift giving and things like that. So I'm Shauna, this is Jeannie, Stephanie, and we're going to give you some pointers in different areas. She's back. She's back. back. And she, Jeannie hasn't been in an episode for a couple weeks now. Yeah, no. So we're glad to have her back. We missed her. How's life? Much better. Much better? Much better. Good. Good. Does that mean you finally you finally got your house cleaned and your bathtub working? Bathtubs make everything much better. <laughs> bathtubs, bathtubs make a lot better. I'm but my bathtub's fine. The shower needs some work. Listen, I have a wonderful bathtub I never use. I'm so mad. My bathtub has the little drain thing at the bottom mm-hmm. leaks. So like, I'll run me a bath of water, and of course the emergency stopper. I can't mm-hmm. run above it because it's automatically going to drain out. I do it anyways because, you know, it prolongs the life of the bath. But um, after it runs out, then the bottom drain drains. And I'm in there maybe about 10 minutes and I have no water anymore. And it sucks. I love baths, but it sucks. So I'm, um, I told David we are investing in a claw bathtub. I don't care if it has to go on the back deck. <laughs> I want one of the ones with the claw feet that come up here's, here's and you can soak up to here you know what I mean yeah. comfortably here's, here's a little suggestion for your draining yeah they do make a little cup type thing that you put over the drain it's it's bigger than the drain mm-hmm. you put it over the drain and you push down on the little button and it forms a suction Hey, baby, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> um, but I have seen the ones that go over the emergency stopper, too. Mm. That's like a little suction cup, I guess. And it, it's like yay big, and it goes over, and you can somehow this seal it down. This goes the drain, and, and you just it, you push the little handle button thing on it and let it up, and it just adheres to the tub so you don't have leakies. Well... I think you can get them at Dollar Tree for like a buck. Well, yeah, that's what I need because I can't enjoy bathtubs like everyone else can. It makes me it makes me upset because bath time is, you know, you put the candles on, you brew a cup of tea, you've got your music. Usually, it's some kind of soft native flute or some kind of you know meditation music. And I have this tray. He bought me this um, for Christmas actually last year. Is mm-hmm. a wooden shelf tray mm-hmm. that either sits in the bathtub or it's got legs underneath of it so I can put it in bed too. Mm. And I love it. I love it. I can't use it because I can't stay in the bathtub for like 15 minutes. 
He also got me this little spa thing. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it's like this jet that you're supposed to be able to take and stick in a normal bathtub and suction it to the wall and plug it in uh-huh. over yonder and it'll make your water like spa water. Uh-huh. And when I first opened it, I was like, are you trying to kill me? <laughs> and he's like, divorced what by electrocution. Right? What are we talking about? I was like, you're going to make me stick something in my bathtub that I have to plug into an outlet no more than two feet away? I don't like the way this feels. I've never used it. <laughs> I'm afraid of it. And I know that's what it's made for, but I'm yes. absolutely petrified of it. There's little little things that, you know, everybody's got those little quirks, and that's one of mine is, is just I don't want to be electrocuted keep, in the bathtub. Keep, keep the electric away from the bath. Right, right. <laughs> but I don't get to typically enjoy all of that spawness. If you and Spa must get a hot tub. Oh, my last bath, I had rose Christmas petals. Christmas is coming, David. <laughs> and uh, chamomile and lavender in my water. So do you... The actual herbs. Do I was going to say, do you, like, let the herbs flow loosely in your yes. water? Yes. Okay. Yes. So, I did that once with lavender. Uh-huh. And yeah, that's hard to clean up. If you've never done it before, and... That's why you get a little strainer and you put over the, the drain and most of it goes into the strainer and you just then you just have to wipe out the tub. Well, just, just, just in my experience previously, wet lavender in the bathtub looks like mouse turds. <coughs> and when you leave any behind and, and your husband doesn't know what they are, they look like mouse turds. And he starts putting mouse traps in the bathtub. Uh, yeah, I mean, mouse traps in the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what they look like. You know, they don't hold their color once they get wet. They're that's why like... I prefer essential oils. No, I do love some essential oils in my bathtub. Mm, put essential oil in, and then you don't have all that nasty cleanup. But I always see the pictures on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Have you? I mean, have you ever seen the pictures on social media, Pinterest, Instagram, mm-hmm. where it's the bathtubs and they've got all of the beautiful full flowers floating around everywhere mm-hmm. and the candles galore and you know I'm just sitting there going like I want <laughs> I want okay well, well this is where you put David's woodworking skills to work and you have him build you just a little thing in the front part of the bathtub afterwards and then you have a whole shelf to run on right there it's right here I hope he's watching. I'm this so episode. sorry, David. <laughs> I hope he's watching. I really do. Like, I'm gonna make sure to send this one to him. Babe, 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 you need to watch, please, please. <coughs> My husband is sitting at home right now, going, "I don't have to worry about that because there's no room between the tub and the toilet to do that." <laughs> oh. yeah. okay. Frank is a wonderful person who absolutely gets worn out with me and my ideas. And her woodworking ideas. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of them. It's not just woodworking ideas. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of everything. Yeah, let's dig up the backyard and do a hardscape out there. Have a nice big swing and some Adirondack chairs. And we already have the uh, big pit barbecue that he built a few years ago. But I think that that could double if you take the rack out. That could double it as just a fire pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, for a campfire type thing. 
and it's right up on the hill where we can look up the river and yeah yeah and he keeps looking at me and he goes sure honey and we're back to the whole when we built the log house oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> we've been in a log cabin phase for a long time We've been in the log cabin phase since we met. Yeah. And we kept saying we were going to build a log cabin up on a hill. And I got excited. And I figured, okay, I want this in it. And I started uh -huh. buying log cabin books and, mm -hmm. and picking out cabinets and, and structural design and all this other kind of stuff. And then I started realizing after, oh, I don't know, I'm a little dense, 10, 15 years, um... I would say, I would love to have this in the log house. He'd go, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, put it on the list. We still don't have a log house. <laughs> We've been together 34 years. We still don't hey, have a log house. It's not too house. late. It's not too late. We might, you know. Well, houses. I did scale back. I said, why don't we just take the house we've got and put log siding on it? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There's some about log cabins, though, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, we're getting to an age, though, where we don't like the steps much anymore, or they don't like us. So now he's talking about building a ranch-style extension on the back side of the house, and then the front side of the house for guests or garage or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Frank, Christmas is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's going to hear that and go, I'm not one of those people that spends a lot of money on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And I think it, that's a very interesting thing that you brought up because that's our topic of conversation today. It is. Is how mm -hmm. we can, what are some things that we can do for Christmas that doesn't involve a lot of money? Mm -hmm. Because this year has been one of those really weird years. And it's been bad for everybody. Money's a little tight, you know. And... We tend to get into that mindset that the presence that we purchase equals the love that we have for whoever we're purchasing it. That's not true because love is there all year round. And if they don't know that you love them, make them something. Put your time and energy into making something beautiful for somebody. Crochet a, an afghan or or paint a beautiful picture of something that they like make okay. make them a big box of cookies or, or i don't know how to crochet peanut brittle or something that. i don't know how to paint i can help with that <laughs> <laughs> i i spent one year everybody got afghans one year from me like blankets yeah the af uh, crocheted afghan that you can throw over the couch mm -hmm. you know, just a little grow thing and uh, little pillow go with it with the same pattern on the on the pillow and um, then I went to because we, we ended up with so many more people in the family um, doing slippers making crocheted slippers how do you how long does it take you to crochet a blanket it depends, depends on the pattern if I'm doing the picture frame thing you do the whole thing in in a block pattern you know, it's just open weave. And then you take your contrast color and you, you go around and you do like a ruffle or, or a flat stitch over top of that to make picture frames. All of these terms are over my head. Now, you were crocheting something last year for a Christmas gift, weren't you? Like a knitting. scarf or knitting. knitting. Okay. I don't yeah. like knitting. It's too slow. I just remember needles and thread or yarn. 
not thread, yarn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you would you would sit there and you would do your little thing. So what are you doing? Making stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's. I would sew little dolls and things. You know, just cut out like Amish style dolls. Mm-hmm. And and sew them together and stuff them and make a little outfit to put on them. And, you know, no face. You right. don't need the expression. The doll is just for hugging on. And um, give those to the little girls. And... My brain went to, um, I'm going to put the little E beside the video this time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen those Dammit dolls? Dammit dolls. Uh, there's a little, There's. A, it's like a doll and it has no face on it or anything. It's just like a little, like you described. And it comes with a little poem. And I can't remember the poem, but it's like whenever you're mad or angry or whatever, just pick up your doll and slam it down and just yell, damn it. You know? <laughs> Essentially, my grandmother had that little poem and that little doll in her home. That poor little doll. <laughs> it was just, you know, it was just the cutest little thing ever. It's it's one of those, I guess, that was a, I mean, it was an old poem. And I remember the poem itself was on the paper that you can tell had been worn throughout the years it wasn't Mm -hmm. white anymore it was brown and it had the typewriter Mm -hmm. font on it and it had that little poem and typewriter and that's what (laughs) I can remember from it but uh you know that's one thing my mama had was a typewriter and I used to play on that thing all the time it was so neat tap 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 and then there was like the little yeah yeah Yeah, it's little things. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm old enough to remember those kind of typewriters. Yeah, that's what I learned to type on was one of those old typewriters. Ding. Had the little keys that stood up this high. Yeah. Mm. I, I'm or, easily Or was in, in the older typewriters, ones that had the, the keys in, in an angle mm-hmm. that went this way. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, the, the, those were the older ones much older mm-hmm. i love antique things like that though <clears throat> i mean they're considered antique now we got computers you know mm-hmm. <laughs> but i i love those things like if i could go back to typing on a typewriter totally you know a lot of people have gotten to a point that they they just they don't have a typewriter they don't have a pc they don't have a laptop they have a smartphone well these things are computers and in your hand everything is mm-hmm. done on the smartphone now mm-hmm. And it's so sad because, for me, I play games on my phone, okay? So, I can't really do work on my phone because if I finish a document or something that I'm working on, it's like, ooh, I get to play this now. <laughs> so, I need, to ha- I need to have that office stability of having the PC in front of me to actually get work done. And I don't understand, I mean, I know the younger generation, and you guys are included in that, but you grew up with the cell phones, and nowadays, you know, people, they're buying their five and six-year-old yeah, cell phones, That's... so by the, by the time they're, they're 10 or 12, they're experts on yeah. these things. Mm-hmm. I still have to look at the book, and I've had this particular phone for, I don't know, six years. So I got my first cell phone <laughs> when I was... 15 I think mm-hmm. and it was one of those um, virgin mobile phones where you had to pay for texting and all of that mm-hmm. and so I like to to say that I've got the best of both worlds because I grew up without 
things like that. Mm -hmm. And then I was able to merge into it still at that young age where I was able to pick it up relatively easy. Mm -hmm. Uh, But sometime between 21 and 30, technology's left me. (laughs) Because now there's a lot of things that I don't know how to do. You know, Facebook included. My my biggest thing with you and the cell phone is I I can barely text and I look at you and you're sitting there with those nails and you're just like thumbs are going like 90 miles a minute right there and And, you know I have had people actually (laughs) ask me are you still there (laughs) because I'm texting you know and it's it's like (laughs) I remember back in the day when texting from my phone was hitting the number three times to get to the S you know, mm-hmm. one, two, three, S, and then one, two, E, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. Wow, how things have changed. Really changed. And now you can even put it on uh, record, and you can speak what you say, and it changes it over to text. Yes, I do mm-hmm. that a lot. I do that a lot. It's a lot more convenient for me sometimes to just hold up. Well, as soon as I figure out how to do that on my new phone, I will probably use that because it's faster. Maybe. I don't know. You you've got you're an Android and I'm a I'm a not an Android, I'm an iPhone. So I might be able to show you how to do it. Can't guarantee. Well, my new one, which is the Samsung Galaxy, is also an Android. But I'm still trying to figure out how I can get all of my information off my old one, which is a Nexus. Um, onto the new one. So until I figure that particular part out, I'm not going to worry about the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) So what's some things that you've made for Christmas for people? I have made, um, one year there was scarves. Everybody got scarves. Um, I made socks, knitted socks for my brothers and their favorite sports team colors. And, uh, my middle brother, he loved his so much that he wore his at every game. They was wore his lucky socks. And the following Christmas, he's like, could you please fix my socks? He wore holes in the toes Aww. and the heel. Oh my gosh. He wore them so much. And so that following Christmas, for, for Christmas, I fixed his socks. <laughs> That's so cute. So... And uh, I've done the hats, the toboggans, beanies, whatever you want to call them. We call them toboggans. So, <laughs> um, but also, one one year I did um, my my mother's applesauce cake. Oh yeah, yeah. I put it in, put all the dry ingredients into a mason jar. Mm-hmm. And then just took a piece of um, oh uh, wrapping paper and put it over the and screwed the lid down over top of it. Right. And with a, a little note of instructions on the wet ingredients that you had to add to it and what to bake it at. Hmm. That's and a good idea. Also done that with hot chocolate. That's a good idea. I used to do the hard candy and. In mason jars. Yeah. Peppermint and wintergreen and all the different Mom flavors loves, of Christmas. Mom loves to make cinnamon. That's that's the one that we always mm-hmm. enjoyed was the cinnamon hard candies. Mm-hmm. And I'd say, to me, 
Christmas isn't Christmas in our household until we do certain things as a family. Not so much the gift-giving aspect or making gifts, but the events, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, one of the things that we used to always do, and I think we haven't done it for maybe the past year or two, but I'd love to really get back into it this year, hopefully, is we would make Christmas goodies, me and Mom, mm-hmm. for everyone. I mean, we'd give it to the postman. We'd give it to the trash guys. Um, we'd give it to, you know, bosses or friends and family and just share Christmas goodies. So we would do mm-hmm. Chex Mix. We would do fudge, peanut butter fudge. Mom makes a really good peanut butter fudge. I've never been able to duplicate it. Um, the hard candy. Uh, one year we did that, uh, I don't know what you call it, like the Christmas crack or whatever where it's got the, mm-hmm. the um, different white chocolate pretzels mm-hmm. and stuff thrown in it. Um, mm-hmm. And so we would just baggie those up in individual little Christmas bags or containers, and we'd give those out to the people that typically don't receive gifts mm-hmm. from just the community. They do a lot of community work, but they don't mm-hmm. get a thank you for it. Mm-hmm. And Firefighters, police officers. Yeah, David, where he was EMTs. a police officer, we would take some down there, and he would share it with everyone, you know. So I really I think we enjoyed that. that as a shop thing. Ooh. Put together just some nice little snackies or whatever mm-hmm. and, and take them down to the fire department and, and the police station. And I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. And they're right down the road, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They work really hard. They do. They do. Mm-hmm. And, and we love our fire department workers. They're, they're awesome, awesome people. They... they they are not the kind of people that are going to go, oh, yeah, that's interesting, and walk on. They, they check things out. They take care of the community. And actually check up on the community. Yes. We have a good community here in, in St. Albans, and that's, that's one thing that, um, you know, we may not be a shopping hotspot. Mm-hmm. It's growing. Old Main is mm-hmm. growing. I mean, Old Main's really taken off in the past two years alone. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but... Beyond that, the community feel here is just worth it in general. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love being. It's because people Saint are still neighbors. They 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 check on each other. They make sure you got what you need if there's a problem. It's and that Mayberry vibe. <laughs> you know, oh, you know what you I walk miss? Down the street the Mayberry and you get, hey, you know. <laughs> what, isn't that what it was called was Mayberry, Mayberry down there mm-hmm. by where Kmart is? Oh, the restaurant. Yeah. And they, mm-hmm. they went out of business yes. and that was so sad. But that was, the, you walk in and it literally was like Mayberry vibe, you know. They, mm-hmm. they made it that way. Mm-hmm. And that was a cute little place. But, but yeah, I mean, all of the businesses in Old Main... You know, we talk to each other. We we help each other when we can. Promote each other. We do. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, Grounded is actually um, wholesaling to Coal River Coffee now. (coughs) So, Coal River Coffee, and I'm going to put it out there, and I probably shouldn't. Shout out to Coal River. Um, They have got the best chicken salad in the world. (laughs) And they were selling it as, you know, like in a little cup with these awesome crackers. Or as a sandwich. But now certain people, who go unnamed, have eaten so much of it, they're selling it by the quart now. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that that's my go-to staple. I mean, it's so delicious. Good. And they, they hand make it every day, mm-hmm, fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so they're phenomenal, you know, and yeah. we, we just do what we can to help each other out. And, you know, they were wholesaling tea from another company in West Virginia, which is still keeping it local. Mm-hmm. But when they found out that there's a company right down the road in the mm-hmm. same community, they were like, we want to go, we want to do, we want to keep it local, local. Mm-hmm. And, and so that's been a real blessing for me um, in, in Grounded. It's been a real achievement this year is to be able mm-hmm. to work with local community businesses so yeah super excited but uh, well if there's anybody out there that actually grows herbs um locally and sells them wholesale please contact us at crystal lotus shop yes please do um because my garden's not going to be ready for a while and we're always looking for local suppliers i'm not i'm not ready to get into the agricultural side of growing herbs right now that's a whole different adventure business adventure Mm. but I would love to be able to source a lot of the herbs that I use in my teas from a local farmer Mm -hmm. so that's if anybody watching this knows anybody that grows herbs and sells them wholesale I know there's a place in West Virginia that does lavender lavender farm Mm -hmm. Um, I actually have that person's information inside I'd love to be able to incorporate West Virginia they're mostly doing um, they're not selling the actual herb they're selling products made with it. Are they? Like salves and things like that, baths. But we, we're wanting the herb. Mm, but that's another thing, now that you bring that up, of um, homemade gifts that you mm-hmm. can give. Yeah. Is homemade salves and body lotions and um, herbal things, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I did a lot of herbal medicine classes before that taught people how to make salves and creams and lotions soaps. and mm-hmm. soaps. Um and so once you once you get into that adventure, you know, mm-hmm. of making things, that's just another one of those things you can make to give to somebody. And once you once you learn how to make them clean, mm-hmm. it is relatively more affordable, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and gift baskets are always nice. Yes, make, make you know either make your own or you can buy them at reasonable prices, but get you some candy put it in there get you some bath products put it in there um some candles things like that and just do a little gift basket yep and depending on where you're buying your stuff you can do a lovely gift basket that'll last them for a couple of months at least and it'll only cost you maybe ten dollars fifteen dollars and if you get really elaborate or you're shopping at some place that's a little more expensive, it can go up to 50 or $60. But if you're making yourself, you're cutting that down to the cost of the product that you're putting into it. You know, because time is always love. Mm-hmm. <coughs> yep, that's definitely true. You know, I... People I've, like gift baskets. I've given teas for gifts before because that's, mm-hmm. you know, something that I make. You know mm-hmm. what? We've done so. divination baskets with, you know, like beginner's thing mm-hmm. with an altar cloth and some candles and candle holders and a tarot deck and a pendulum and just different things and maybe a gift certificate for a class. Mm-hmm. And those go really well. Oh, your gift certificates were going pretty good too. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, giving the gift of like massage. Or Reiki to someone who mm-hmm. or services really needs with it. Dr. Stevie, almost soon to be, <laughs> soon to be, 
services with with creative expression you know it, it gift certificates are great because if you don't know what to get somebody and you're on a limited budget you get them what you can mm -hmm. and they choose what they want you know mm -hmm. I actually prefer gift certificates sometimes because then I get to put it where I want it to go mm -hmm. versus gifts that maybe not as resourceful I guess mm. I, I've got this terrible habit of taking gift certificates and using them say like for buying mason jars for my apothecary <laughs> or <laughs> you know um, things that would be useful to me in my in my business adventures mm -hmm. you know and, and when people shop for Christmas supplying business things is not something that comes to mind you know right so yeah I'll take gift certificates and I'll put them towards business purchases <laughs> because it helps on those little mm -hmm. things you know it really does yeah, and just a heads up, we're still looking into getting um, Crystal Lotus Shop credit cards, too. Oh, so. she announced it. <laughs> In-house in credit cards. Um, not there yet. Don't jump on it. So what else can you make for Christmas? What else is a... Um, you were talking about doing family things. Mm-hmm. One of the things I remember growing up, I came from a family of nine kids, um, we would build gingerbread houses. Oh, I mm -hmm. love building Mom gingerbread Mom would make the gingerbread houses. sheets and cut them, mm -hmm. and we'd do everything else, just put gingerbread houses together. And I remember one year, um, God, I don't even remember how old I was. She actually set the houses up on, on the table, and... Uh, put little fake trees around it and made this made whole little village as part of the decorations for Christmas. Aww, yeah. It was, it, it was really cool. Every year at church when I was growing up, Bible school would have gingerbread making. Mm -hmm. And that was just so much fun to go in and make gingerbread houses. And I don't think I've made a gingerbread house since I was little <coughs> in, in Bible school. Mm -hmm. I would love to make gingerbread houses again. But speaking of the little village thing, um, my aunt gifted me some of those, you know, those porcelain houses that you can create, mm -hmm. those little towns mm -hmm. that light yeah. up. Um, and so I think they were my mama's. Now I've got a very special, I, I, I keep family things, you mm -hmm. know, they're very special mm -hmm. to me. So every year I'll set up my little Christmas village on my grandmother's old record player that I have. Mm -hmm. And, uh. You know, it's just something that I like to do. Well, the other day, my brother had brought his girlfriend down to the house. And it's the first time I've met her. You know, first time she's ever been in my home. And he was showing her my herb shelf. My sister's into these really cool herbs, you know. And he was showing her my rabbit and my garden. And, like, he was just excited to show her things that, I guess, I didn't realize mattered to him. Mm. But they do. And uh, one of the things he'd brought up, and I'm... I'm welting up here like, mm -hmm. ooh, um, was Christmas at my home and you know that we have this big family dinner and my sister decorates everything all nice and beautiful and she's got the, always the, the <laughs> real tree and she has this little village and she sets it up right here and it's so cool and it lights up and all these little porcelain houses and stuff <laughs> and I'm sitting there going like 
he he really enjoys Christmas at my mm-hmm. house, and it's one of those unspoken things that you don't really know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that right a, there is a gift. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I tell you, I as you can see, I'm I'm really emotional about it, but I just didn't know that he enjoyed it as much as he does until we talked about it, and so it's going to be one of those things that I have to do every year now. You know, <laughs> I have to maintain because people enjoy it. I have a funny story about Christmas. And this is like, I mean, decades, decades, decades ago when my great-grandma and grandpa were still alive. And we had this old Victorian house up in New York. And uh, my grandma said she wanted a big tree to put in it, you know, 10-foot ceilings. And he brought home a 14-foot tree. And she said, now, this is not going to fit. You know this is not going to fit, so you have to figure out how it's going to fit. Yeah. He cut about so much off the top of the tree, set the rest of it up, took the top upstairs and set it over top of where the tree was sitting. (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like it goes through the floor? Yeah. Aww. (laughs) I mean, I was young. I don't remember this. My mom told me this story, but... I'm thinking to myself, if if I was my great-grandmother, I probably would have killed him. <laughs> you know, because where the tree was so downstairs, upstairs was in the middle of the bedroom. <laughs> that sounds so adorable. Oh, gosh, I love it. We used to make decorations for the tree, too. Oh, yeah? And that Stringing was part of, popcorn. Did you part of the popcorn? family yes. thing. I've never done that. We did popcorn and cranberries. I remember um, we had days where we would do the the macaroni Mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. And we tried, because we were idiots, we were kids, you know, we tried to take those little bitty macaronis and glue them together to make little round ornaments. (laughs) We made the biggest mess. But, you know, a, a little tiny piece of wood or cardboard, and you just do a little decoration on it and paint it. Mm-hmm. They're so cute. Oh, handmade ornaments mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. an amazing gift to give. They are. Um, and you can go out to Michael's. I mean, you could probably <laughs> even order blank ornaments on Amazon, you know, mm-hmm. for really inexpensive. And then you get to paint it and design it how you want to. Put your put your name on it or take the mm-hmm. empty ones and put little things inside of it. You know, fill it up with little knickknacks that you remember. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a Christmas tradition at our house that every year I get me and my husband um, custom made ornaments, mm. and we did it for the first two years that we were dating, first two or three, you know. Mm. And one year when I went shopping on Black Friday, I didn't get one, and I come home and he said, "Where's my ornament?" <laughs> what do you, What do you mean? I didn't get one this year. He goes, "No, no, no, no." That's the thing. We have to have an ornament. And I was like, oh, he likes them. <laughs> so I've made it the thing every year. And so last year I got to get one that said, happy first married Christmas. I'm so excited. <laughs> but we, we have like Santa Claus on a motorcycle with, his, with Mrs. Claus and, you know, the two little bears or the two little penguins or mm-hmm. the two little Steelers one, snowman. You know, we do something different every year, but that's that's also one of those really inexpensive Christmas traditions mm-hmm. that 
I have to have every year now. Now, see, in our mm-hmm. household, we would my mom would just buy the big tubes of the ornaments, um, usually multicolor. We'd get to pick the color we wanted. And then we would use nail polish and write our name on the ornament in the year and roll it in sprinkles. Aww. And every year we would hang our balls on the tree. (laughs) (laughs) And we started that tradition here in the shop last year. Last year. Where everybody got to do the the, the kids to do it. You did? We didn't. Yeah, you did. I don't remember. Yeah, well. You have to show me my ball. Oh, I'll show you both of them. Both of them? I got two. (laughs) Oh, wait, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) This episode definitely gets an E beside of it. (laughs) Way over my head. We actually have five of them. I think Asen and Joe did. Maybe Michael, Tina, um, Tennille, Jeannie, me, Frank. I don't you remember. Did. I don't I think remember you did this. one for JT too. Yeah, JT had to have his up there. But I it's don't just tradition we started here and it, it's just a fun thing to do that everybody gets together and can just have a little bit of fun and have a memory. Yeah. Memories. Memories. That's what it's all about. It's not about how expensive the gift is. It's not about how much money you put out for stuff. It's about the memories and, and the like I said before, love is in season all year round, not just during the holidays. Yep. I'd love to see a Christmas where no, I'm going to say not necessarily no gifts were given, but it's not practice to go shop at a retail box chain store and purchase all kinds of things, you know, just that you you do like, for example, the twelve days of Christmas. You mm-hmm. you know, day one you have, you know, cocoa and you watch The Grinch, and day two you you know make Christmas cards by hand for your family, <coughs> and day three and you do something different every day, mm-hmm. you know, and then when it comes to Christmas, you have so many more memories to take away from it. What's family tradition for you? Did you have any family tradition? We always cooked. Mm. Cooked and cooked and cooked. We have an elaborate big spread and there's usually anywhere between 20 to 30 of us Mm. in the house. Everybody brings a dish whatever their special dish is, which one's the mac and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the good stuff, y'all. <laughs> and um, we sit around and, and eat and eat. And then we, for the kids, the is the main part for opening gifts. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, the adults get gifts too, but usually it's not that many or not that big. We, we don't really care. We like to sit and watch the kids open stuff. Mm. and have fun yeah and that's what's special to us mm-hmm. is to watch the kids and to make sure that the kids have a good time mine's all about spending family time 
but spending family time because you want to, not because of what you think you're going to get. Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I've, I've gone through several family members who had that problem. Well, one of the most favorite gifts that I gave, I think it was three years ago, was to my niece and my nephew. They loved it more than anything else than they got. All I got them was a pack of bubble wrap. <laughs> and they adored it. They were like, oh my gosh, it's bubble little wrap. Kids, little kids like bubble wrap. No, <laughs> no. This is like a 15-year-old and a 30-year-old. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and they went running through the house, stringing out this bubble wrap and this pop, 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 pop. Just like little kids. Aww. <laughs> they loved it. Well, there's an idea. See, bubble wrap's not that expensive. <laughs> Everybody loves bubble wrap. Everybody loves bubble wrap. You cannot resist the urge to pop. <laughs> no. It's terrible, though, when I'm using bubble wrap to wrap expensive things from the shop um, that needs to be wrapped. Uh, I always have to pop bubbler, too, before it goes on the product. <laughs> I wait till it gets on the product and then pop it. Yeah, because you know if you're if you're wrapping something in it, and you take down the the, the little end, mm -hmm. and then you have the sides you bring in. What I'll do is I'll pop them all on the points of the sides that are coming in. Yeah, I use the excuse. Okay, here's insider stuff. I use the excuse that if you pop them, the tape holds better. <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> it's very well true. You yeah. know, you pop, you just got pop bubble wrap. That's a thing. You had an idea. Your face was lighting up prior to being asked about your Christmas traditions. It's gone. It's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. Yep. I got on the bubble wrap thing and it's gone. Well, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> about this idea. So uh, the discussion before that was the 12 days of Christmas and events and you know, things you can do with your family prior oh, to. okay. You were talking about the 12 days of Christmas. Yes. What I was thinking is make a memory book. Oh, yes. Just get a an app photo album, mm -hmm. 12 days of Christmas. And what you did on the first day, what you did on the second day, and everybody adds to it. And on Christmas Day, you go back and you review it all. Ooh. And talk about it. That's a good idea. What would be really cool is if you're doing handmade Christmas cards or something like that, is you put one of those in the memory book too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or if you're making little flat ornaments, put that in the, you know, make mm -hmm. one for the book. Well, you know, when you take pictures on your phone, because everybody's <laughs> taking phone pictures nowadays, mm -hmm. um, there's, you can take your phone out to Walmart and mm -hmm. plug it into the photo machines and print off like four by six photos for, I think, like 50 cents each. Maybe even cheaper than that. I don't even remember how much anymore. Um, but there's also um, services online mm -hmm. that you can send your photos to, and they'll make a book for you out of your photos. It's more fun to do it family yeah, time. Yeah, do it yeah, family well. time. Just an idea. Just throwing out ideas for people, you know. Yeah, and if you don't Whatever have, is more convenient. If you don't have the family time, make it. Mm. That's what's important. Yeah, making family time is important. And another thing that you can do that really doesn't cost anything except a little bit of your time. Um, 
Probably this year it won't be allowed, but visiting children that are in the hospital or visiting, visiting nursing homes and just bring a little cheer, even yeah. if it's nothing more than just a little sprig of holly that they can set on their nightstands. Yeah, or handmade cards handmade to the, cards. To the mm -hmm. old folks home. Um, yes. They really love those kind of things. They really just do. Love is all year round. Love. And, and that means Christmas. so much to people that are holed up in a place where they really can't get out of. Yep. So, that is very share true. a little of your love with your community. That can be or, one of the 12 days of Christmas is mm -hmm. make, make handmade cards to deliver to the children's hospital or to mm -hmm. a nursing home in your area. Yeah. Or to um, someone that's homeless. Yes, homeless mm -hmm. shelters, and also you have the uh, the people that um, live by themselves. Mm -hmm. The elderly that live by themselves, they don't have anybody. Nobody ever comes to see them. No one does anything with them mm -hmm. or for them. And those people really need a little bit of extra. Let's see what another we thing do. you can do if you can get your church or your community involved in it is make up a whole bunch of handmade Christmas cards and send them overseas to our soldiers. Yes. Give them a little bit of home. What we used to do is um, after Thanksgiving or Christmas dinner and we still have like lots of leftovers. And this was this was back when David still worked over in Dunbar and so he kinda he knew the city. He knew where some of the homeless people would mm -hmm. would stay we would make up plates of food from our leftovers and we would drive around the city of Dunbar 8 30 9 o'clock at night and mm -hmm. finding those those folks that David knew were homeless and mm -hmm. we'd give them food because we could mm -hmm. you know and that's that's something that you know this time of year um, food banks are struggling yes. for food to donate uh, to people in need and so that's another something you know uh, we're going to the grocery store you know we're buying our Christmas foods yeah what is it to throw an extra 50 cent box of macaroni and cheese in your cart mm -hmm. and and go donate that or a 50 cent canned good yeah to and go donate that to um, we, to a place that needs we it. we also have a drop drop-off point here at Crystal Lotus Shop. We're doing our annual food drive. Um, all proceeds go to Christ's Kitchen. And if you bring one item, you get 1% off your purchase. If you bring 20 items, you get 20% off your purchase. Cap is at 20%. Um, if you amazing. bring 100, you still get 20% off. But um, bring down little things here and there. And you're helping the community. You're helping yourself. Now, do we, we're doing this food drive. Get you in that giving spirit. All the way to Christmas, right? Actually, we're doing the food drive through the end of the year, but okay. we'll probably be sending stuff over there. Every holiday. Well, well before Thanksgiving and then before Christmas. Yeah. And then, of course, after the new year, that's when things get really tough because the weather usually turns. Now, for some of you that are confused, we are pre-recording some of these episodes, so... Um, as we talk about Christmas, that's as when this episode is going to launch, um, but we, we have not made it to Thanksgiving yet, so 
in, in case you get confused as to some of the references we make, you know, pre-Thanksgiving, et cetera, based on when you're mm -hmm. seeing this video. That's true. <laughs> well, we did warn you in the first episode. We're kind of all over the place sometimes. We're, we're you know, we, we could be stuck in January. We don't even know what. No, we're not <laughs> stuck in January. Well, I think we I have... want a white Christmas. I do too. I miss snow. I miss snow. I love snow. I'm a snow person. I want snow up to my butt. Not me. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to get off my hill if I had snow up to my butt. Remember the snow, was it three, four years ago now? That was like three feet. Uh, happened on a Friday night. I was getting off work down at Loop. Um, and I didn't have to go to work for the next two days, so I really didn't care. But it snowed like three feet. Mm -hmm. And I was snowed into the house for three days. Mm. I love it. I love it, too. I miss that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three years ago, I still had to come out because I had a shop to run. Yeah, well. People, you know, sometimes need candles and things when it snows that much. Yes. Hey, well, the good thing is now, you've got a fully functional kitchen. Yes. You've got a couch and a fireplace to keep you warm <laughs> in case you have to stay the night here one night. Are you kidding? <laughs> Frank would be down here in a heartbeat getting the truck. Yeah, four-wheel drive. We'll get home. Come on. Yeah. Well, and I, I don't live on a hill, so I've got four-wheel, four all-wheel drive, so I can at least make it to open the shop too. So, and I'm snow. Just, we have, want all the snow. I'm just right down the road, too. so we want all the snow. Yeah. Snow, 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 snow. One of these days, you'll have to come up to my house, and you can see what I deal with in the winter time when there's snow. I got you. <laughs> and I got you. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I hope that you've been able to gather some ideas on how to make Christmas really special for you and your family this year. Um, you know, it is a special time of year and, you know, we just like to get away from the, from the money mindset about Christmas and start really honing in on the love and the compassion and the, the family time that is to be had. So, and community service opportunities. I mean, granted, you don't need a holiday to really give back to your community. Mm -hmm. Um, but, is you spend that extra special time with your family, just know that there are people out there that either don't get to or don't have one and can really benefit from that extra special love and care. So until next time. Reach until out. next time. Um, Reach out. We are on Facebook at Crystal Lotus Shop, S-H-O-P-P-E. Mm -hmm. uh, we are on Instagram at CLSWV, and our website is www.clswv.com. Make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel um, where you may be watching this video so that you can have access to all of our videos as they come out first before everyone else. Mm -hmm. And that's all. Come by the shop. Come by the shop and see us. We're here to talk. 89 Old Main Plaza. We have plenty of really good tea here, too. Plenty of tea. Tea, tea is great. <laughs> tea samples, too. Yeah, yep. every day. Tea samples. All right, guys. Until next time. Take Until care. Until next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Muses of the Crystal Lotus. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition, either yourself or others. Consult your physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall the Crystal Lotus Shop, any guests or contributors to the podcast, be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. Until next time.